Shani, Mulibwanchi, Nihao, Yambo, and welcome to the Fearlessly Flawed Podcast, where our imperfections build us rather than break us, and we're just figuring life out. This is your host, Miriam, and I hope this gets to you in time. Hey guys, how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Now, listen, listen, listen. Before we get into the podcast, yo, I just want to say, you know, a part of the stress that I was talking about in um, one of the previous episodes has finally been lifted, like, off my shoulders. Like, the baggage, it just feels like it's been lifted off my shoulders. And the reason why is because I passed my defense. It was such a relief, trust me, because I was so stressed by it. But now I can tell you that I'll be getting my first bachelor's degree. And it's absolutely amazing. Ah, Like, I am so excited. I am really, really excited because, you know, it's been such a journey. And just to get here and even just share it with you guys is just amazing. I am really, really, really excited. I feel like, you know, it hasn't even fully sunk in that I'm about to graduate. You know, I'm going to have my first degree. And yeah, I just pray that from here, there's no way else but going up, you know. So that's a bit of good news that I had to share with you guys that I needed to share with you guys. That's why I've been offline for a little bit because I was really, really under pressure. So yeah, you know, everything just feels better now that that is out of the way. And I know there's nothing coming in between me and my degree. So yes, yes, guys, I'm about to be a degree holder. Anyway, (laughs) Let's just move on from that and get into part two of the Q&A. And I remember I mentioned in the previous episode that part one was going to be focused on questions related to me and who I am. And part two was going to be based on um, the general questions that people ask me. So that's what we're going to be doing in this episode. I have like five questions here that I'll be answering in this part two, you know, episode i don't know what i can even call it but yeah let's just get into it the first question that i got was how have you dealt with racism living outside of zambia if at all you've experienced any um first and foremost i'd just like to say you know the concept of racism is something that has been there for years and i know that many of us would like to believe that you know it's over you know we're all equal but unfortunately racism still exists it's not as bad as it was for ancestors and all that but it's still out there and you know living in a foreign country it's sometimes a bit complicated anyway so to answer the question yes i have experienced you know racism um here and you know it's not once that it's happened but it's happened quite a couple of times and I'd also just like to throw this out there and say that not everybody is the same. So you can't blame the way somebody reacts to you. Like you you can't put it on the whole race. Let me just say that. So I think when it comes to racism, personally, I've dealt with racism in two ways. The first one is I walk away. 
The second one is I stand up for myself and I stand up for my race. And um, the only problem that I would like to point out with the second one is sometimes you get so emotional and you get aggressive. And, you know, I feel like when you're living in a foreign land, the best thing you should do is just act as calm as you can because you're not home. You know, you don't really have laws that will protect you since you're far away from home. So just try your best to become and collected. And, you know, I know I fall short when it comes to that sometimes, but I think that's the best advice I would give anybody out there. So, yeah, um, I feel like there are so many ways in which people can deal with racism, you know, being in another country. And most times, you know, how I have reacted to somebody has really led to a certain um, pattern, if I can say. Like, in the times when I would burst out, it means that, you know, the whole week I'll be angry at the whole race. Yet, there was only that one person that offended me. And, you know, when I just look away and ignore them or just, you know, just forget about it, I've noticed that whenever I do that, God sends somebody within the same race to show me that we're not all the same and somebody will act different show an act of kindness and you know make you see that even you're worth it despite being a person of color so yeah i hope i answered the question just to summarize it basically i have um experienced racism in china and i've mainly dealt with it with either walking away from the situation and um kind of standing up for myself or standing up for my friends but I would definitely advise somebody to walk away from the situation if anybody's ever being racist against you because whether you like it or not, this is foreign land. You're in their territory. So most times, like any other country, you know, they will protect their own first. So yeah, I hope I've answered that first question. Now we will move on to the second question. And the second question was... What are your thoughts on early marriage? Okay. Um, here's the thing. I'm going to be honest and just be blunt that I don't believe in early marriage. I don't think, you know, people should get married when they're young. Mainly because, you know, I feel in order to be married, you need to reach a certain level of maturity. And I know people say, you know, maturity has nothing to do with age. But the say, I just feel like, you know, you need to have some experiences in life. Know who you are. Know what you like. Know what you don't like. Know what you want to achieve in life before you get married. Because, you know, once we get married... um. I know we like to believe that you can pursue anything even in your marriage, but marriage is full of compromises, I think. I'm not married, so this is just my view from an outsider, you know. I just feel like when you get married, it should be after you have discovered who you are. And discovering who you are takes time. And, you know, in order to handle certain issues of marriage, you know, I feel like you need to be at a certain level of experience or a certain level of maturity for it to flourish really and grow into this beautiful marriage. So yeah, I am personally not for the idea of early marriage, especially for women. And I'm going to speak on behalf of 
you know not all the women but myself and maybe my siblings and my cousins i wouldn't want them to get married early as a female because i feel there's so many opportunities that are out there you know so many things that you can do for yourself that you might not be able to do if you're married so those are my thoughts really just in a nutshell on early marriage so yeah (laughs) i hope that answers the question too um Let's move on to the third question. The third question was, can women really have it all? Or do we have to sacrifice careers for marriage and family? Okay. So, first of all, I would just like to say, the concept of having it all is different to everybody. Like, depending on what you want in life or what your goals are, what your aspirations are, what your five-year plan is, what your 10-year plan is, all that, you know, contributes to whether or not you would consider yourself having it all in a marriage or you raising a family. Um, So yeah, now that that's out there, you know, I'm just going to give my opinion on this question based on being an outsider yet again, because I'm not married. (laughs) I don't have a kid, you know, like uh, right now my family is my mom, my dad, my aunts, my aunties, my uncles, my nieces and my nephews. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that. But um, personally, from what I have observed, I feel like we have not reached a stage yet where women can have it all, as in the career and the family. Because... Um, Either of the two ends up having um, a negative impact, if I could say, on the other. For instance, you know, I'll give an example of a career woman, you know. She's getting her money up, you know. Everything is fine. Her bank account is flowing. Her assets are just increasing and increasing. And, you know, she's just being this big boss that she can be as a woman, you know, as an ambassador of women, but if you have like a family and children, you having to work so hard limits the time you get to be a mother, you know, and probably for some women, it's not easy for them to build relationships with their kids because of their busy careers. And, you know, whether we like to accept it or not, how busy your parents are also kind of determines the kind of relationship that you have with them. What time do you have to catch up with your kids, to catch up with what they're doing, you know, to get to know who your kids are and who they're becoming? What time do you have to observe them, that kind of thing? And as well as, you know, with your marriage, like, what time do you have to, um, I don't know, throw in the little bits and pieces that make a marriage work? And at the same time, for women who decide that they're going to give up their career and focus on raising their family what time are you going to build yourself financially what time are you going to build yourself like academically such things because you're so busy being a mom and a wife and i feel like it gets exhausting to the point where you don't necessarily have time for yourself um i do believe that some women have been able to find a balance but that's because there have been a lot of compromises that have been made 
within you know the decision making and all that so to some extent since there were compromises that were made somebody might consider it not having it all and to some other people i believe you know that is having it all i do think that maybe sometime in future it is possible for us to just be able as women to balance these two lives and not necessarily have to sacrifice too much i just don't know if we're there yet but i do believe it's possible i mean um god has given us the ability to become great and just be great you know he has equipped us with the knowledge and the wisdom and the courage to attain everything that we have been given on this earth he has blessed us with all things basically so i think it is possible for us to be able to have it all we're just not there yet so yeah i hope that gives my opinion or my thoughts on um being a woman and a career having a career and a family whether or not you can have it all so yeah <laughs> let's move to the fourth question uh the fourth question is what's your resolution to jealousy among friends if you're slightly jealous of someone how do you get over it as the jealous party so um first i would like to say that um my previous episode comparison kills kind of has a hint on jealousy in it like how to kind of get over jealousy i suppose or basically what leads to jealousy if i could say that but just to answer the question itself i think usually when we find ourselves jealous of a person it could either be the fact that we admire certain things that they have that we wish we had or there's something that um we see in them that reflects our personality that we don't necessarily like about ourselves which leads us to be jealous or to some extent angry with the person or just you know i don't know if i'm what i'm trying to put out is actually being heard but yeah i think when you find yourself being jealous of somebody maybe because of the success that they have attained you need to sit down and check yourself and ask yourself why am i jealous of this person what do they have that makes me feel a certain type of way about them you know just kind of write it down i do believe that it's important to write your feelings down cuz then you know you're able to read through and understand like what exactly is going on and from there you know the first step to recovery really is just admitting that you're jealous of this person once you have admitted it to yourself that okay i am jealous of this person kind of now written it down you cannot take the steps to build yourself to be better and not be jealous of that person and you know i think it is okay to ask for help from another person explain the situation and ask them to give you an analysis from an outside point of view and you know this person has to be a neutral person possibly not your friend cuz you know most times you know as friends would be out there trying to hype you up and be like girl you know you no need to be jealous you're better or something like that so yeah get your second opinion from an a neutral person basically and just try be better and another thing that i feel leads to jealousy is you comparing yourself to another person you need to remember that you're an individual and 
each and every one of us has been created the same but different you know though our though we may look alike we may have the same body parts and you know we may have the same hair length or anything like that you are still an individual you're a different person your personality is different no two people are the same so yeah focus on what make will make you better you know don't look to the other person and really just be honest with yourself as much as you can because that's the only way you can be better and you can do better so i guess that is what i have to say on the question um i would suggest that if you know you'd like to hear more on the whole concept of comparison and trying to be better yourself please do go back to my comparison um kills episode and yeah listen to that one (laughs) i hope it sheds some more light on the topic anyway we're now on our fifth and final question (laughs) um well the question goes in a time where relationships are no longer about love or getting to know each other but rather lust money and what you can bring to the table how can us use create relationships that last Okay, I would also like to point out that I feel like, you know, most um people are in denial about the fact that right now most relationships are built on things like money as foundation or lust and as foundation. Um I'm not a specialist. <laughs> so this is just my two cents and you know, if you have a different opinion, please do feel free to contact me and let's talk about it. But what I think is that, you know, um it's so sad but these days we are so focused on all the physical things you know and we neglect the emotional parts of who we are and what life is supposed to be you know and i i personally don't think physical things should act as a foundation for your relationship because when those things are taken away like money or you know, the person's um looks or, you know, the person's, I don't know, body is taken away because of age or um having a kid or disease or anything like that. It kind of does not feel the same. I guess it, it's not the good foundation. Basically what I'm trying to say, it's not a good foundation for a relationship. And that's why most relationships don't last because you have chosen the wrong thing as your foundation. I think as youths, we need to kind of take it back to our parents' time when their focus was, you know, love and just falling in love. Because first of all, above all things, even God himself has told us that we need to love one another, you know. Even based on marriage, you know, there should be the concept of love. I feel like love should come first before other things. And respect should come first before other things. Because when these things are put in place, you know, even as a woman, as a man, because you respect a certain person, it will make you treat them a certain way. Because you love a certain person, it will make you react to them in a certain way, do things for them in a certain way. I feel like sometimes when money is involved, for instance, um, this is how your partner feels like, you know, they can always do better because there will always be somebody that is richer than you. And they will always aspire to find somebody with more money. And the same thing with lust, you know, 
they will always aspire to find somebody with a better body you know you you probably don't have the best body in the world you know not that i'm throwing shade at anybody or i'm trying to make somebody feel insecure about themselves no i'm just trying to say if you base your relationship on the physical things you will be let down the same way that you know even when it comes to trusting god god tells us to trust him and not base our trust on what is found on this uh, world or basically worldly things cuz you know i feel like that's honestly not what was intended for relationships or for marriage in itself so i feel like it's really really sad and i think as youth if you're going to look for somebody pick somebody you truly have feelings for and you know don't come with this concept of you com- he completes me she completes me make sure that you're complete yourself before you get into a relationship because you know if you're coming into a relationship expecting to be completed by either money or anything that is other either than love like it's it's going to end up breaking you if that other partner is not able to complete you so yeah really know who you are get into a relationship because you actually care about the person because when times are rough that person will need you and likewise if times are rough for you you know you will need that person and you don't want them to leave you so get into the relationship for the right reasons guys and you know if you feel like maybe my opinion on this like i said is a bit shaky <laughs> please you know um reach out to me and let's have a conversation help me see something maybe that i do not see but i just i just really feel that money lust cars or that i don't think this is what is meant for us as youths there is so much more and you know there's so much more in emotional connections than there is in any 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 physical pleasure or any you know increase in your account yeah you get those louboutins you get those jordans you get that house but when it truly comes down to it you will be lonely and i feel like being lonely or not feeling love is the worst feeling that anybody could ever have so yeah <laughs> let me not drag um on this any longer but i felt like these questions were really really interesting so thank you to everybody who sent out their questions um that were used both for the f- part 1 q&a and this part 2 q&a hopefully you know we could discuss some of these things more in detail in the next episodes to come if you have any opinion please do um slide into my dms on facebook and instagram i just joined twitter i'm trying to okay i didn't really just join it but i just really got back to twitter i'm trying to <laughs> build myself on twitter it's not easy because yo guys ah i really can't deal with twitter but i'm gonna try so yeah slide into my dms and you know if dms are not for you send me an email and i'll be ready to you know write back let's have a discussion on some of the things that have been mentioned in this episode anyway guys um we have come to the end of this episode Thank you for being patient with me and please do stick with me. Let's just learn from each other and grow together, you know. 
And just remember, there is beauty in imperfection and you are beautiful. You are perfect and you are able to do better and be better and just become the greatest version of you that you can be. And congratulations to me too, guys. I'm going to say it just in case, you know, somebody's not going to say it. I'm going to say it to myself and to everybody who's pursuing, you know, um, their degrees or their masters or their phds i would just like to say all the best you know you are strong people you are fighters and you're gonna do it and you're gonna make it so yeah toodles noodles catch you next week